Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy, H-N-I-C. Head nerd in charge. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, and a man who can always rock a red and green sweater, Sir Christopher. We are in the final leg of our cross-country journey to find America's most haunted locations. This week, we find ourselves in Springwood, Ohio, to investigate the infamous house at 1428 Elm Street. Jay, did you know that Johnny Depp used to live across the street? And that's not even the scariest thing. Tell him. Tell him, Jay. Well, yeah, Chris. I mean, this house is actually quite unique amongst all of the haunted houses that we've seen so far. It's said to be haunted by the ghost of a child killer who appears in your dreams, takes you to his boiler room, and then kills you as your deepest fear. Wait, so if I'm afraid of Jagger Hoover and I fall asleep, this little dude will transform into Jagger Hoover and kill me? Well, well, yeah, but, but Chris, what makes you think the ghost is a little dude? Well, he's a child, right? Like an angry little Casper with knives, baby rattles with spikes on him? Uh, no, no, Chris, he, he's not a child killer. He's a child killer, uh, as in a murderer of children. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm more afraid of my idea. My idea is scarier. I hope he doesn't come back as that. Well, you shouldn't have said it out loud. He's going to do it now. Crap. Put on a pot of coffee and take your no-dos, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw, yeah. See, you can't, this is why I'm telling you, it's not always good to say everything that's on your mind all the time. I don't have an inner monologue. I can't (laughs) help it. Well, you just better hope we don't fall asleep, because if we do, then I think we're screwed. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, we got the no-dos. I think we're, we're pretty safe. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm doing all right, man. Jeez, it's been forever since we've recorded one of these. The Justice Nerds podcast survived a hurricane. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's just it's ridiculous. And w- what's with the weather lately? It's, uh, it's I know, just, right? It's been crazy. Not that we would know, because we're traveling around the country, and we even haven't been to Florida in a long time. In right? a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you've been reading many comic books? Of course, man. Oh, excellent. Um, well, I've been reading some stuff. Um, what you been reading? So, uh, oh, it's like almost like like I, I just kind of threw it right over the plate. You That's just a knocked it. Pitch that right was, there, that buddy. was a softball pitch right there. Let me um, try that again. You ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to try? You like stomped all over it. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. So, okay. what you been reading? I'm glad you asked, Chris. It's almost as if I was going to tell you. Um, so I, I've been reading, uh, you know, Marvel and DC mainly. Um, I'll, I'll start first with uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. We talked about this at the yeah. last show, but you, you've you've since been able to read it. Yeah, I. Well, we both. I think we both have read every single incarnation. But I think the last time, the last show, you hadn't read it yet, and now you you have. So no, no, no. I I had read some of it, um, but now I've I've actually finished it. So okay, all right. So uh, so yeah, we'll we'll be talking about uh, 
issue five, which is the conclusion. So there'll, there'll be some spoilers with this. And I did my homework this time, buddy. So look at you. Uh, the, the writer is uh, Cullen Bunn, and uh, the artist is Delabor Talajik. I, I hope I didn't murder that too badly. Talk about homework. Um, murder. See what I did there? John Killer, murder. Ah, ah. Uh, cost is about four ninety nine. Uh, you know, you want to talk about murder? Marvel's murdering yeah. my wallet. That's by by the way, though, spoilers, guys, spoilers. So oh uh, yeah, yeah, de- definite spoilers. So you know, uh, if you didn't tune into the last show, and shame on you if you didn't. Uh, we talked about Deadpool kills the Marvel universe again. Uh, so in the last ups. episode before, yeah, you want me yeah. to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We finally find out. Deadpool. We found out throughout the ep- uh, issues that Deadpool had been brainwashed by people but we kind of didn't know who it was until around i want to say it was the last issue or the issue before you finally know it's the cabal and yeah it's yeah basically every single marvel villain you can think of that you know it's like the the legion of doom of marvel they kind of swapped the plot almost from old man logan yeah they did instead of making logan be the one that kills all the x-men it's, it's, it's deadpool they time. went bigger yeah. You know, like, they went bigger. They're yeah. like, you know, we're not going to just have one guy kill, like, one superhero team. We're going to have one dude, like, everybody. everybody. Anybody you can think of, too. Like, some of the fights I was actually really excited to see. I'm looking like you would see, like, Punisher, and I'm like, oh, good God, here we go. How's this going to turn out, you know, and, and stuff like that. Were, were you disappointed, though? Because he takes the Punisher out. Oh, it's quick. Like a, like a bitch. Yeah. I mean, he it, just kind of. Like, I was hoping for a fight, you know, and I'm like, like, um, remember when they did Punisher Kills to Marvel Universe? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember how he takes him out, by the way? Yeah. He booby, he booby traps the gun. Yeah. He booby traps uh, Cable's gun. I mean, yeah. that's, that's actually kind of... Well, my favorite, like I said, with that, um, when Punisher killed the Marvel Universe, do you remember the fight between him and Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. It, like, took forever, but yet he was still cunning. In this, like I said, Deadpool just basically walks up and goes, hep, ha-ha, and fucking kills him just like that. Well, he and, and I thought that was really clever about how, you know, showing what a great strategist... Uh, Deadpool is, he knew that when uh, uh, Castle found uh, Cable's gun, Cable's gun yeah. he couldn't resist picking it up, yeah, and he booby-trapped the, the gun. But see, mentality-wise, I don't look at Deadpool like that. Mm-hmm. I look at Deadpool more opportunistic. Um, another person I could compare him to, he's like the Joker. Very opportunistic. It's not It's not him, it's... It, it's Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Exactly. Like, <laughs> honestly... Like, you look at him, and I don't think of him as that guy. I, I think of him more as, you know, oh, look, there's a knife. Oh, I'm going to stab you with it. You know, not, oh, I'm going to leave this knife here, and when six moves happens, then I'm going to be able to come here, and I'm going to stab you with it. So you, you thought it was a little inconsistent with the character? Yeah, yeah that, okay. that's just me. Um, I, I really liked, uh, so the, the final Oh, no, but issue... I'll tell you, I loved it. Oh, you, you, you enjoyed it. I loved this comic. This. It was a fun ride. It really was. It, so. it is. It is. I mean... Uh, I found the tone kind of shifted a little bit in the fifth issue. So by the fourth issue, again, spoilers, Deadpool successfully wiped out all of the heroes in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Uh, and then Gwenpool, who, a, a character I'm not too familiar with, but the last it's hero. It's Gwen Stacy as Deadpool. She's a fucking waste of time. But but not just that. She is like, she's from like our world. She's like from. Bro. Bro. Well, we won't even go into it. Anyway. I, d- I don't know. I don't care. All I know is, is now every girl wants to dress up as her. And, <laughs> Keep going. Not a fan. Chris is not a fan. Uh, 
So after he kills the last Marvel superhero, I guess somehow Gwen manages to utter uh, one of the command phrases that frees him from the mental control. Gefeltefish. Gefe- that's it. That was it. There you go. <laughs> Gefeltefish. I don't think it was, but and so I he, wish it was. She frees Deadpool, and so issue five, it shifts from this more horror aesthetic to kind of a, like a Death Wish revenge yeah, like, flick. like he finally realizes. He goes, you guys controlled me for this long. I don't like that. I want revenge. You know, and I was like, all right, let's do this. And, and it was still, it was still fun. It was like, yeah, no, it, no, no. Like, it was sick and twisted and just horrible. How he like dispatches, like he he decapitates the hobgoblin oh, by yeah. putting like a a, a, a clothesline, line, a metal clothesline across two buildings, and he like leads them into the building and just cuts his head right off. And this may be very morbid, but just like the artist has this great expression on the goblin's it was face. Shock. It was like, what the. Yeah, it was like, absolute shock. Shock and mild annoyance. Like yeah. he was he was he was annoyed at getting his head cut off. Yeah. Um so I mean this is this is like this is a what if story just gone awry. I think awry is really, really the fucking term here. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a really great the, so so I kinda mentioned one of my favorite moments where uh the Green Goblin decap, but also the uh, Deadpool Bullseye Batrock fight. Yeah. I thought that was that was kinda cool. Uh, I like I like the way he uh, he kills Magneto, or th- or doesn't. Well, yeah, yeah, but he kind of like crushes him and leaves him there for his own. He 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 basically says to Magneto, "I'm gonna let you live because I have to live with the fact that I killed all of the X Men, right. And now so do you." And he says, "And we both deserve to live with that." Yeah, yeah, yeah that, no, that was right. that was nice. That was um, nice. You know, it was another thing I thought was kind of neat, and and like I said. This is one of those where, once again, they're kind of straying away from the character for making him a planner. Mm -hmm. And what that is for me, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it. Sure, Was the way he got rid of uh, Mr. Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay? No, no. He got rid of Muhammad Ali? He did, he did. Shit! You know who I'm talking about. I wasn't paying attention. I needed to... (laughs) God damn it. Float like a butterfly, sting Sting like like a a bitch. God no, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. Who Carnage. Co- oh, oh, Cletus Ca- Cassidy. There, Cletus yeah. Ca- oh, yeah. oh, my God. He chops his dick off with a train. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Oh, my God. Which is so good. I fucking hate that character, so yeah. that's, that's, that's great. Well, that's... what I thought was kind of neat was, you know, um, if you've never been into a subway or a train station, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. shit is loud. Right, right, like, right, right. You know, it's funny, so... Um, now, mind you, while we were traveling, I took a little vacation and, and went abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while while where I was, I, it had a subway station. Right, right. And I walked in there as a train was going by, and you know what's the first thing that came out of my mouth? Jesus Christ, no wonder Daredevil can't come down here. <laughs> you know, that's like his one weakness. If people want to hide from him, they're going to go into a subway. These are the thoughts that go through Chris's head. You, do you remember? We've had this discussion. We had this discussion on the last episode. And it was, you know, <laughs> you, you wonder these little things like, you know, is Dr. Doom really alone? Is he by himself? Does he have, li- I know he has little robots, but. Does these he are the mysteries that occupy our minds. Yeah. I mean, you know, who does Dr. Strange's laundry? I mean. The, the minutia of nerddom. Yeah. No, you're, you're right, man. You know, but. Uh, you're right. So, for so this he lo- yeah, so, so Deadpool lures uh, Carnage, Cletus Cassidy. Cassius uh, Clay. Cassius Clay. <laughs> uh, d- down to. Dude, I'm going to get so much hate da- down How to, dare you? How dare you, sir? Uh. Down to uh, the subway station, and so the sound forces the symbiote off of Cassidy. And then, and yes. by the way, uh, I didn't know that 
Cassidy doesn't have fucking legs. Yeah, I... He's got robot legs. I didn't either. I think that might have been something they did just for this story. But... Uh, or maybe he... I, that I don't know. I, that was weird. That was a little weird. Um... But yeah, so okay, so that was that was pretty good. So yeah, anyway, uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe again. Uh, if you're looking for just kind of a guilty pleasure comic book, it it's not about necessary. It's got nothing to say. It's this just was a fun run. It's a fun run. It's a popcorn blockbuster mm-hmm. flick. Uh, uh, like another one of the titles we'll be talking about uh, later today. Um, I, I would check it out. The artwork is decent. Yeah, no, it's actually I'd say it's and um, I, it's more of that cartoony bubble, and I, I like that. And and if you're looking for a story that's not steeped in continuity and something right, that you right. can be done within five issues, I recommend. And it. this is also you know a comic like you said, with all the terrible stuff that's going on in the world and everything. You know, it's not dark. It's not gritty. It, no, it, it is dark. Okay, it's dark. Listen. <laughs> We are so desensitized, so this is kind of normal for us. But so desensitized is, that a dude getting his dick chopped off with a train doesn't even phase Chris anymore. <laughs> that's called Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, what I'm going to say, like I said, this uh, is, yeah. Can we get a sound of that, by the way? A dick getting chopped off in by the a, subway? By a train? Yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> Wilhelm scream. I'll find that. Don't okay, th- thank you. And there it is. So... <laughs> um, but what I'm saying though is is this is this is a fun thing. Like yeah, like if yeah. this was a movie, like if they put this into like a cartoon movie yeah. and you're sick and you don't feel like you just want to lay on the couch, I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I totally yeah, yeah. watch it. I'm like, yeah, this would be fun. Marvel, get on this. You need you need to make this. That would be awesome. This would be a good counterpoint to some of the stuff DC's putting out. Uh yeah, maybe uh Mr. Demetrius can write that one. <laughs> Since he's written everything else for DC Gold. It's not you invoke Mr. DiMatteis' name. I'll just say right now, this is not Fearful Symmetry. Uh, this is this is not uh, Demon in a Bottle. This is just good old-fashioned mindless fun. Yeah. But you know what? You need a you need a place for that, too. All right. Uh, so other stuff I've been reading in, in Marvel. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I've been reading this little title called Spider-Man 2. Now, this is the follow-up to the 2012 miniseries Spider-Man um, that it teamed Peter Parker, the Amazing Spider-Man, with Miles Morales, right? With Miles Morales from the yeah. from the Ultimate Universe. So, um, so basically, I, I don't know if you did you read Spider-Man? I think I read like one or two issues. Well, it ended on a cliffhanger. So at this point, the six one six and the Ultimate Universes were still separate. Right. So the way that it ended was uh, Peter Parker gets back to the six one six, and he's like, hmm. I wonder if my universe has a Miles Morales. So he types in Google or their equivalent, Starkle. Oh yeah, my yeah, God! Yeah. I love it, Starkle. Yeah. I love it. So he, so he typed, Tony's got his hands in everything. He's got his hands in everything. So, uh, and he looks up Miles Morales, and you don't see what the search results yield. You just see Peter's reaction. He's like, "Oh my God!" Was he dead? You don't know. And you what for the longest time. You thought that it, it was sort of a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's the end of Sopranos where it just goes black. And for the longest time, I think people, th- myself included, I didn't think they were going to follow up on it. But that is the central premise of this story. Okay. It's it's explaining to you who is the Miles Morales of the 616. So who is the Miles Morales? Well, we're learning. We don't quite know who he, he's involved in organized crime, for one. How old is he? He's an adult. He's oh. about Peter's age. How is that possible? Because, man, alternate realities, no. they don't have to sync up exactly. Yes. No, 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 but age-wise, they're all the same. No way, man, because the Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe, 
He was a kid. He was still a kid. He wasn't so that's things are dumb. There are things that well, you know Hey look, man, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. But but you know, it's it's a mystery. Because now we're kinda it's it's like a it's like an onion or a parfait. Oh, I like parfait. See, now I got you. Yeah. They're they're kind of taking the layers off right. of this Miles Morales, and they're letting us know kind of who this dude is. So, so basically they took his uncle from the movie and they made it into a comic book. But this guy is like more uh, – he's more villainous. I think he's like oh. more villainous. Um, the whole – so I read – Does he have a street name? I don't know. So Mini Miles? He's just, he's just Miles Morales. Mean Miles Morales. Ooh, I like that. Mean Machine Miles Morales. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you gotta have you got to have an angle. Maybe name. he does. Maybe that's going to be in the next issue. Yeah. Um, they call him Mickey. So this this story, first of all, it's written by the very talented Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, uh, okay. And, you know, this guy's been writing uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man now for, yeah. it's got to yeah. be close to a decade. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys, if if I'm Did, wrong on this, send us send us a message at uh, yeah, please. Uh, d- just, just us, us nerds, nerds PC at gmail dot com. Now, wasn't he the one who started it, or like he took it over shortly after? I think he's been writing it from day one. Yeah. Uh, Mark Bagley was, uh, I think, was the original artist on it, um, or maybe not. But I think Bendis has been with Miles since the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he's got. He's got like, the character down. I like the character. I, I think he's a cool I do. Character. He's really grown on me. I, di- yeah. I didn't like him, but they've really done a great job. Because you're racist. Because I'm racist. Yeah, that's, you know. No, that's, that's not true. what it is. It's true. No, it is. It's, it's all right. And I mean, we can talk about that. No, no, no. I'm a raging not, racist. No, no, no. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. Yeah, the character's, the character's grown on me. And, uh, you know, so Bendis has been with him at the beginning. So it's just, you know what? Even if the story... Because I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those, one of those stories that has a great premise but not a great payoff. Unfortunately, oh. Marvel. Well, and it's just Marvel's known for Marvel's that. Marvel's known for that. But you know what? I don't care, just because it's fun watching Parker and Morales interact. Okay. Ben, Bendis writes great dialogue, and it's just really enjoyable watching, especially when they're both in Spider mode. They're just you know it's fun watching the now, two play off. My each question other. is: is yeah, does that Spider Man, um, which suit does he have? You mean the Miles Morales? Peter. Uh, he's got the the red and blue. But does it have like the glowy? No. You know what? That's a good question. No, they're they're not. Either if it is, they're downplaying it. They're not doing the big time. I uh, love I love that costume. Spider-Man. I'm not gonna lie. I love that Spider Man. So uh, also, does he have um, Parker Tech or if, or Parker Industries? If I'm sorry. He does they're not referencing it a whole lot? I mean, I is it that Peter? It, it is that Peter. It's the okay. Peter of the six one six. They're just not drawing a whole. I, honestly, Chris, I think that Marvel, in the way they're going with their story, they I forgot. Think, no, I don't think they forgot. I think they're going to return Peter kind of to his poor roots, and they're kind of headed in that direction. Um, so we're just totally forgetting that he has a multi million dollar. I don't think we're forgetting. They're just not playing it up so that. I, I, that's my thought. I, okay. I could I could be wrong. All right. So uh, there's some good moments in this book. Yeah, what did uh, you like about it? Well, it's, you know, the, like I said, the banter's really good. The artwork is just is really, really great. And I have to give props to the artist, Miss uh, Sarah Pichelli. I mm-hmm. hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Mm-hmm. She's an Italian artist. And she has also been drawing uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, right. for quite some time. So, you know, when you have two creators that have been working on a property for you know together for such a long time it's like it's like uh what is it? a good dance routine yeah if you, if you know what you're good doing good choreography good partners who work together and yeah 
Like us. Yeah. So, you know, we got to create a comic book character. Yeah. We, we should. should. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll I be like better that. than Cryptozoic, man. It'll be better than Cryptozoic, Cryptozoic, man? You don't remember that? I don't remember Cryptozoic. So, man. remember the comic book guys? The TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They created their own. Did they? Yeah, it's basically like the Loch Ness Monster, Swamp Ape, and all these other mystical tales all combined into one man. Hold on, I'll, I'll show you. It's it is like cryptozoic men. I I it's actually on Comicsology. You can read it for free. Walt Flanagan, if you're listening to the show, I mean, I no love you, Walt. To you. I, I love you. I have not seen this, so I can't judge. I'll, I'll, but, I'm going to show you. But Chris will. Oh, uh, and judge he shall. Yeah. Um. But you're you're still doing more than I've ever done. Exactly. So. Um, so, you know, issue three, we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting a lot of background. One of the things that's great about Bendis is he doesn't, you know, he, he really likes to develop the character. So we're getting layers. So if you're someone who really likes a lot of action throughout, you may not get that. Uh, there is a really, you know, there's a fight between the two Spider-Men and Taskmaster, uh, I know we haven't gotten into the bad yet. I, Here you go. I kind of wish that we had seen a little more in that fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I'm they looking. did it as a joke. Yeah, I think they did it as a goof, too. That's that's funny. Um, or he's yeah. looking at a picture of Cryptozoic. A, a, as far as other things that I, I didn't really like about it, uh, the book does a fair amount of time jumping. So it, but does it tell you? The whole thing is like a flashback. It does, but just the way that they do it. May, maybe I'm an idiot, and that could that could be. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it because I'm dumb. I, I, I always like to allow for the possibility I might be an idiot. And maybe that's I why I don't like it. I just might be dumb. <laughs> but I'm just a simple country boy. But um, I, I just find it a bit disorienting, uh, the, especially for a monthly book. The book starts out letting you know that everything you're seeing is a flashback, and that, but then they have flashbacks within flashbacks. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, don't overuse that. That's weird. It, it's just, I find it hard to, to follow. Uh, but, uh, again, if you're looking for something that's not steeped in a whole lot of continuity, I mean, you need to know a little bit about Miles Morales. Right. And you had to have read Spider-Man. Uh, but uh, it, it's enjoyable. Uh, Bendis is always a, a, a pleasure to, uh, to read. Uh, so... So yeah, I'm reading that. So let's hop over to the DC side of things, so, and and something that you and I have both been reading, huh? Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that, dude. So uh, so we read uh, a little book called uh, Batman, Batman, the Murder Machine. Machine. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, you know, I at first I kind of scoffed at some of the uh, the spinoffs that were coming from uh, you know this this DC or Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, so I wasn't going to read it at first, but I read the premise, and it sounded interesting. Um, and so here, here's the premise, basically. Yeah, tell me. So, so this is a tie-in to DC's latest event, Metal. Um, and we're introduced to uh, the, the murder machine, who is a, a high, sort of a hybrid of Batman and Cyborg. And he's, he's one of the first of the evil Batman to invade the DCU. So, so somewhere on some parallel Earth, uh, a gang of Batman, uh, you know, Batman bad guys, uh, they invade the Batcave. They brutally torture and just kill Alfred. So, you know, understandably. Yeah, but it's not like, I mean, it is just gruesome. Oh, it, it's, I mean, they beat him to a pulp. Bane breaks his back. I mean, it's just, it's horrible. So, I mean, obviously. They just passed him around like he was a chick on a pinball machine. He d really, like he's, you know, just. What's the what's the term? Uh, puff and poke or no? 
<laughs> Whoa, that's a different puff and pass, puff and pass. <laughs> oh, you can tell what James did during college. Please edit that out. He played D and D. Please edit he that out. He wasn't smoking dope. <laughs> uh, so you know the loss of Batman's surrogate father. I mean, it's more than he can take, right? So he goes to Cyborg for help, and what does he do? Well, he does what any reasonable person would do in this situation. Yeah, he tries to help him. He tries to help him. He How does he do it? He creates an AI of of Alfred. Based they, he makes a whoopee. He makes like a teddy bear. He makes a or a Jarvis. I mean, isn't it? A, it's basically a, it's a Jarvis. Well, yeah, because if you remember, Jarvis was a real person, but when the uh, the the Avengers Mansion right. got destroyed. Yeah, he was killed, so they ended up making him into an AI. It's the same thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, well, this AI's got a murder streak because the, the the AI like with you it's know, like Christine. Well, with all artificial intelligences, uh, it gains self awareness and goes on a murder spree, which is absolutely why we need to not try to develop AI because it will inevitably turn into Skynet or turn into the murder machine. Right. Um, so it it literally. Uh, starts hunting down all of Batman's rogues, um, and and so it sets this chain of events wait, in wait, motion. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that uh, Joe Morton had something to do with it? Joe Morton? Yeah. Who's Joe? Joe Morton. Joe Morton, the guy who's playing Cyborg's dad and is also responsible <laughs> for Skynet. Oh my God, Chris. I did not connect those dots, but you know what? This conspiracy goes deeper than I thought it did. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Get to Joe Morton's house. We need to take him out. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> oh my God. I, I went on way longer with this summary yeah, than I, I wanted ahead, to. Yeah, go ahead. Basically, you got a murder bot Batman. You got a Batman with cyborg powers yeah, that likes to kill you know, people. And he, you know, he kind of reminded me of like, he's like um, that Nightfall Batman, but kind of like more sleek. Oh, in, in appearance? Yeah, yeah. You, you remember Nightfall Batman? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, Azrael. Yeah, when, yeah, with the claws. Yeah, and yeah. The... But he's more like, you know... Uh, he's elegant. Yeah, he's sleek. He, he, I looked at that suit, and I was actually kind of like... Wind-resistant. No, I was like, oh, is, is this the newer version of the Terry McGinnis suit? Right, right. I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, and he has no mouth. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, like cut yeah. off like a ninja. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's freaking cool. You know... I, I got to ask a question, and I'll just skip to the bad about this. You know, with this whole, you know, DC metal thing, I, I kind of, you know, you get infinite possibilities of different Batman. Is this a ploy just to do a big advertisement for new DC Direct toys? Are you upset? Well, yeah, I am, because I have, an, my collection's big enough, I don't need to buy any more toys. I, I, I really feel like DC's creating all but of this. But if they dangle them in front of your face, you're going to buy them. Raising. Uh-huh. <laughs> Raising. Seriously, I I think that DC is trying to do... They're trying to pull a Transformers. They're trying to like oh, do totally advertising for their toys. Yeah. You know what we got to do? We got to come up with different versions of Batman. Kids like Batman. Yeah, talking street luge Batman. Remember? <laughs> talking street luge Batman. Yeah, exactly. From Batman Brave, Brave, and, the Brave and the Bull. I love that. Well, you know what's funny? This storyline... It really is. I think Stephen King should be pissed. This really is a storyline from Christine. Because Alfred is killing the things that will harm Bruce. Batman's enemies. Yeah. So. It's kind of a mix of that and uh, Lawnmower Man. Yeah, totally. Which was another uh, Stephen King. Yeah. So. Richard Bachman. I think they just looked and were like, hey, uh, you know, it's something we haven't done in a while. 
Let's try to do it like this. Let's make Batman a murder bot. <laughs> Why do we all talk like this? Yeah, um, <laughs> this is how DC tells us. DC, about. DC people talk like this. <laughs> They're gonna be so mad at us. Um, you know, I was, I was a kind, I was a little Luke. I was a kinda. <laughs> I was a kinda. I was a kinda <laughs> I was a kind of lukewarm on the whole. I don't know why I'm talking like this now. Well, Mario, chill the <laughs> fuck out. Holy shit. I was lukewarm on the whole DC metal thing. No, I agree. And, but, you know, after after reading it again, and I've kind of, kind of accepted it for what it is, Meh. and it's the equivalent of, it's the summer blockbuster. Yeah. It has, it's got nothing to say. Nothing. It's got no, it's it, it's, it's not high pretty, art. It's that pretty girl with the low intelligence. Oh my god! Okay, the Justice Nerds podcast is in no way endorse any uh, misogynistic views. Um, okay, it could be the pretty guy who's dumb. Okay, I mean it's the same thing. That's much better. Okay. The pretty person. The pretty person. Thank you, Chris. Come All right. On. Um, yeah, exactly. It's. It's all you know. It's all flash and no substance. But you know what? It's okay. It's all right. It, it's just okay. It's no, no, no. It's it's not just okay. It's for what it is. It's good. It's like, it's it's loud and it's ridiculous and it's like I don't give a fuck what you think about no, me. No, I totally it's, agree. It's yeah. gonna be over the top. Yeah. That, that's that's what I'm saying. That's that it's trailer like, trash ex-wife you got. <laughs> so so it's know, loud and it's you know. So just have fun with it. You yeah. Because right. We're getting a because fucking doomsday. It, yeah. Uh, uh, Batman. You know. I mean, yeah, it's just. It is kind of cool. It's just enjoy you know, it for what it is. You know, also who the suit kind of looked like. Do you remember when he takes over for the was it the Watcher, the Ancient One, one of one of those, whoever it is. He becomes kind of a Time Lord. And it was one of the more, uh, more recent things. Met- Metron was I, it? He he becomes so. like Metron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's sitting in the chair and he's just like killing everything. And I was like, eh, okay, I'm good with it. You know, it's, it's kind of. I mean, it's exactly. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's it's a th- it's a throwaway story. Uh, it's. Probably the whole thing's going to be reversed by the time that you know that the story's resolved. I doubt it'll right. have any long-lasting right. effects, but you know, whatever, it's fine. It's yeah, like, I'm good with it. You know what I like though? One of my favorite moments, and I think one of the things they did very well in this, and it's a great example of don't tell, show. Yeah. So how do you show that this version of Batman is like the scariest version, the scariest dude right. you would ever want to mess with? Right. You show Bane. Actually afraid. He's saying he goes, look, look, look. I'm, I'm, I'm boarding a plane. I'm leaving. I, I don't want anything to do with you. Please don't hurt me. Right. I mean, and that was that moment there. It's like, oh shit, shit just got real. You like, know? like Bane's like, listen, 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 bro, listen. Please do not murder me, Mister Deathbot. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and it's totally true. Like I said, he's like, I, I am leaving. I'm not going to touch you. I want nothing to do with you. I am going back to my island. Please leave me alone. I want no trouble. You uh, know? I mean, that, that was. And he's like, well, you found it. Bang! And they hit him. <laughs> well, I got to do. It is Alfred. You're not looking for trouble. Well, well, you found it. That's exactly what happened. It, it, yeah, and I it, was like, oh, he's got to get him. So I like that. That, that was yeah. that was a good moment. Right. Um, oh, what what you been reading, buddy? Um, oh, well, you're gonna kind of put me on the spot. Uh, I'm I sorry, we were, I didn't I mean we to put you on the spot. I thought we were gonna there. talk about those. Uh, no, I, I've been reading a uh, little well, I, story. You were just talking about Judge Dredd. I re- no, that's exactly what I'm gonna talk about. We, yeah, yeah, we were reading. We were reading. We were re- so Chris and I sit together. There, there are multiple people in my head telling me what I'm reading. <laughs> like, what are you reading, Chris? Well, we were reading. Hold on, let me let me see. We're kind of like a Venom symbiote thing. We were reading. Oh boy, there <laughs> we go. Um, so this was actually kind of neat story. If I can freaking find it, um, it's it's uh it's kind of like uh, Judge Dredd goes Hollywood. 
Yeah, no, it really is. So what it is, it's called Judge Dredd. So, you know, he lives in Mega City 1. So, but this is called... Meg- Which we've been to, by the way. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of nice. Uh, good hot dogs. Um, but this is called Mega City 2. And... I guess we we should better we should have figured there would have been a Mega City two, yeah, a Mega City one. You would think you right? don't number them unless there's more than one. Right? No, no, no. And I never thought of that. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody did. Um, so what happens is, what ha- happened was, yes. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll look it up. I'll post it. <laughs> on here. I'll, I'm going to give you all of the. Well, I remember. What you told me, man, it was no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you the story. I'm just trying to find like the artist and everything. Sure, like that, sure. So well, just, I can. Just bear I can, with me. Yeah, well, I just so, remember you said he goes to Mega City Two, which is it's kind of like so. If Mega Cities One is like New, New York, York and Chicago, Mega right. City Two is kind of like L.A. All right, here and, I got. I got it. Yeah. All right. So Mega t- City, Mega Titty, Mega Titty, Mega that's, Titty. That's a different comic book, sir. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So Mega City. Where we got that Mega Titty? Yeah. <laughs> Who what? got that Mega Titty? Find that Mega Titty. This is some angry Mega Titties. All right, so Mega City 2 is a huge fictional city in the Judge Dredd comic book series. It was first described as covering 5,000 square miles of the Californian West Coast. Mm. Um, it's stretching up the entire West Coast, covering California, Oregon, Washington. It's like its sister city of Mega City 1. Um, it was a dictatorship run by the judges, but the city was destroyed in 2114 and was overrun later on. But, so here's what's kind of neat. So they do kind of a foreign exchange program, and they take one of the Mega City 2 judges and bring him over to Mega City 1, and they need a volunteer for Mega City 1. Well... Mega City 1 gets Pedro. Yeah. No, actually, I think his name is, like, Luke or something like that. Because, remember, he's handsome. Um, (laughs) So who do they grab? Mr. Joe Dredd. Begrudgingly, by the way. He does not want to leave. And he's like, I I don't want to do this. And the chief judge is like, well, too fucking bad. Get pack your shit and go. So he ends up over there, and he ends up like you go over there and you realize that all the judges are beautiful. Everybody there is it's like, L.A. Yeah, everybody's it's, it's like LA. an actor. But the judges like think of New York. You know, think of Judge Dredd. You know, he's got the the eagle shoulder pads. He's got the lawgiver. He's America. got all the yeah. You Fuck know, yeah. just badass. You get over there. And they're we're all wearing these white suits, and their lenses are either light blue or pink, and it's all about image. Yeah, and they have like these teddy bear faces on their armor, and their guns have little teddy bears on them. And wherever they go, it's like an episode of Cops. They turn it into like a movie, <laughs> so they follow them everywhere they go. Yeah, I thought this was really cool. So they put Judge. Dread down, you know, when he, he's looking, he's like, please stop following me. And do, do, does, in the comic book, does Judge Dredd stay in his regular uniform, or well, does he have to wear what they they're wearing? They actually put him undercover, so he ends up, they call him the man. the man. And that's his biker name. He's the man. And he's trying to break this ring and... Um, Not the main man, I hope, because that's a, that's a DC... No, 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 no. Lobo I know, DC I know. thing. Um, no, but it's like I said, it was a really good story. I really enjoyed it. It, it was a really good uh, read that went pretty quick. Is it? Um, how many issues? Oh, if, well, if you know, I'm sorry, man. This is I've been put, throwing you under the bus all day. I'm kick so, you right in the head. I'm so sorry. More than one? Is it? Is it more than one issue? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, this was. Th- I I read the the graphic novel, so 
Oh, okay. All right. So this was a while. It's ago. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very long. But it's IDW, of course. So, um, no, they they do great mi- stuff. Yeah. No, you can't miss with IDW. No. They've, they've been killing it with all of their, uh, you know, with Aliens, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. Uh, no, no, uh, I love love some IDW. So no, but you know, that's like I said, that's really what I've been reading. Okay. All right. Well, sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, this is kind of fucking awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> Let's do some movie talk. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. Um, man, we got a we got a lot of stuff to talk about on movie I've, talk. I've, I, yeah, uh, there's some things even on our script that aren't, aren't there that I want to talk about. Sure, so sure, sure. Well, I mean, both you and I have been to the movies recently. Yes, um, I've uh, I, I've I actually... watched some movies on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've been doing a lot of talking, man. Why don't you start? What What did All you right. see? Well, let's see. Uh, start. All right, I'm gonna talk about the one movie that. We made fun of. Yes. And, you know. You'll have to be more specific. I know. We, there, we, there's, we actually make fun of a lot. We're actually, we're callous pricks. Yeah. No, we uh, we, we kind of are. Um, hold on. Let me, get, let me get it. So that way I have it. Get it. The 2017 release of uh, the Dark Universe's first edition. It's called. Yes. The Mummy. Oh, yeah. That one. That stinker. All right. All right. So, you... Th- you. All right. I will tell you this. You would think exactly that. Okay? I would. And I do. But you haven't seen it. I haven't. So, you're listening to everybody else. I am. Because guess what? Because I follow the crowd. Yeah. I like that. Because guess what? What? I actually found it really interesting. What? I did. I did. I thought this was a really interesting story i thought it was a nice way to start off by the way currently uh holding 16 uh, percent on the tomato meter at rotten Tomatoes. i don't listen to them anymore i really 37 percent of audience score i really i really don't listen but to them please anymore. no go on if you were entertained i'm happy let's go let's so do this. all right so of course tom cruise is in it that's the first part you have to get past if you, I, I like tom cruise so do i so okay. for me i was like okay this is cool um and then jake johnson's in it who Jake Johnson. Uh-huh. Are you familiar? I am not. You're not? Who is Jake Johnson? He is from... Is uh, he Dwayne The Rock Johnson's no. little brother? No, 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 no. Is he, he Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, illegitimate stepbrother? No, 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 no. Jake <sighs> Johnson man. is from... He was in uh, Let's Be Cops. He was the, the white funny guy from also Let's Be Cops. Also did not see that stinker. He was in Jurassic World. I did see that. He was Lowry in that. He's been in The New Girl. Um, here, I'll show, you, I'll show you a picture of him. I mean, you... you, you I'll look it up, man. There. Do your thing. Right Tell here. me. Oh, that dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, All right. He's he's funny. Um he plays the uh, Tom Cruise's sidekick. Um and then you find Annabelle Wallace. She plays Jenny Halsley. She's kind of the scientist of this whole thing, but you find out that she's working for an organization. Uh-huh. And where she is, they end up finding a tomb and I think it's in like Afghanistan. And it, it's weird. It's not even in Egypt? Well, hold on. Oh, okay. So what it was is um, 
the mummy was cursed, so they took her out of Egypt to bury her because they didn't want to curse the land. So they put her in there. And um, Sophia Botella is playing uh, Amonet. I know who she is. She's I know her, cool, dude. I know her from Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, certainly she's got the physicality to play Very, a very talented. Very, very talented. Um, so, basically, Tom Cruise wakes up. He ends up, you know, in this big, giant battle. He wakes up, and he's in, like, this big, giant, like, secret lair. Mm-hmm. And it comes... Lair. Lair. My secret lair with sharks with freaking laser beams. Right. Well, you find you out know that the sad thing is that probably like a whole generation of millennials don't, don't know even what, know what they that don't know what is. the hell I'm talking about. Don't even know what that Austin is. Austin Powers, kids, look it up. So he finds himself in the secret society. Okay. And they have a leader. Uh huh. And it's Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh. His name is Henry. <gasps> oh. Henry Jekyll. Oh. So already you're getting more characters into this. And what's kind of neat is he starts to explain basically. They're the BPD. They're Hellboy. Eh? They're Hellboy's organization for their version. They're the things that bump back. Yes. Ah, so you okay. look, and what's kind of neat is he's like, there are a lot more to this world that you've never seen that you know you will understand and you will see. An expanded universe. Well, maybe. What happens is you're looking down and you see all these treasure chests, uh-huh. or like you know these little uh, trophies that they kind of have trophies, if right, you will. Right. Right. And one of them is the creature from the Black Lagoon's hand sitting in formaldehyde. Uh, there are a couple vampire heads. There are, mm. I mean, like their skulls with their, their fangs. Right, and right, right, seeing, right. you know, little bits of werewolf. And there's all these different things. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, this is kind of neat. This is kind of neat. Okay. And... Right. Um, let me just say, I'm happy for you, man. I'm, I'm really, because you seem excited by no, this. like I said. And I'm, I'm happy for you. It was you. really interesting. And I'm telling you, you got to give it a chance. Okay. The storyline might be a little weak. A little bit. Uh, what what do you say about the complaint? Because uh, I've heard this uh, that the movie spends so much time trying to set up the expanded universe that they're not as focused on making this movie that they're more focused um, on making the expanded universe. Yeah, but you know what though, I I can kind of agree, but I can also disagree with that because okay. part of me felt like it was enough to where I'm like, oh okay. Well, I wanted to see what else is part of this universe. So, th- so for me, I'm like, well, what else is there? What you, else is there? You were wanting that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So All I right. saw it. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And this mummy, so she obviously controls the sand, and she does all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of like she, the Brendan Fraser's mummy. Does she do, like, the face in the sand thing? Um, yeah. I love that. Actually, I think she does. Oh, I love so, that. So, but, you know, she's she's killing all of the people who opened up the tomb, and, mm. you know, so she can absorb their, their life force for her to become well and, and come back. But later on, when they – so – let, let me ask you a question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll save my questions to the end. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. So here's kind of what happens, and it might be a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not that bad. Okay. So the way the reason she becomes the cursed mummy, right? She wants to get. She wants to take over the, the throne. Mm-hmm. She wants to kill Pharaoh and to take over the throne. She's actually the daughter, not. Yeah. So <laughs> Pharaoh. So the way that she does it is mm-hmm. she sells her soul. To Set. To who? Set. Set? The god of the Set dead. What? God of the underworld. And he gives her a dagger that if she stabs it into a person that is willing and, and, and able and a able-bodied person, 
Well, Set. pretty much everyone's able to be stabbed. Well, maybe not. No, willing. no, no, no. What I mean is, is uh, physically fit and everything like that. Somebody who's kind of an action star. They gotta be in shape. Once they're stabbed, Set will actually go into that body so that him and her can rule the world. Really? That's how this works. That's his deal. So he gives her these powers to do it, but so it can't be like a sloppy it. dude. Like she, no, no, she no, can't. No. She can't stab a, a guy that's like out of shape. No, 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 no. She's, I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring on the donuts. <laughs> Damn it! I'm screwed again. You're screwed, buddy. I'm screwed again. But anyway, so they they go on to it. Um, you see a little bit of Jekyll's problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get to meet Edward. Um. You know, so like I said, Edward I, I, Hyde. Yes, yeah. and you see, like his eyes change color, and Russell Crowe, man, I'll tell you, that dude can act. Oh, I, yeah, he's. I mean, he's good in what. Throw him in whatever, you know. But like he played both, where he played like the the, uh, you know, uh, the, the kind of gentle, the genius, gentle, yeah, you know, gentleman. He's he's very, you know, uh, intelligent in the way he talks and everything like that. And then there's Edward. Who is like this angry, basically the fighting around the world kind of you know Russell Crowe all over again. So he's a soccer hooligan. Yeah, basically is what he turns into. It's <laughs> it turns, awesome. It's absolutely. He awesome. goes from a cricket player to a soccer hooligan. Yeah, it's and it, and another thing, it's not really giving it away, but I thought it was kind of neat. So he has to take the serum every every you know every I think it's every six hours or something like that. Okay, for him right. to to stay. Oh, it like suppresses yeah, suppresses, suppresses hide. hide. Oh, okay, all right. Well. He forgets to take it, or somebody takes it. Oh shit! And they end up locking down this room, but Annabelle um, Ferris is still in there. And it's not Annabelle Ferris. Um, you just created a new character. No, no, no. That's a different actress. I want to see. Oh, Anna Ferris. You're talking about Anna Ferris. Yeah. I Holy shit! Anna, Anna Ferris is in this no, movie. No, 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 no. Uh, so it's Annabelle Wallace. Okay. Um, she. Yeah. Like, like I said, I felt bad. I don't know. So who that her is, name's but... Jenny Halsey. Okay. So she's working. Like Jenny. I said, she was working for him. So anyway, so she's trapped in the room. With Hyde? And yeah, and she's trying to get out. Uh-huh. And after he's done, uh, the only way to get in and out of this room is a hand scanner. Okay? Okay. A fingerprint scanner. Mm-hmm. And before you would see it, and Jekyll did it, and it said, Dr. Henry Jekyll accepted. Well, you saw it, and it started to flash red, and it said, Edward Hyde. So his fingerprints are even fucking different. Well, that's kind of neat. So for me, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I'm telling you. How would his fingerprints change, though? Everything. How would that work? His eyes change color. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that actually. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, that he's got different fingers. All right. So, all right. So, I'm telling you, like, you got to give it a chance. I know everybody, like, crapped all over it. And I'm not saying it's the greatest movie ever. Okay. It's not. Were you entertained? Absolutely. I listened to Russell Crowe, and I was entertained. Let me ask you a question, though. So, my my question was going to be. How does this hold up for you? Has this beaten Brendan Fraser's movie? Oh, no, 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 Okay, no, no. so that's it the reigning a, champion. No, here's the thing for me. It's not that Brendan Fraser's is better, because mm-hmm. that's hokey as shit. But the thing is, is it was a different way of looking at the story. It's it's more in the style of, like, kind of almost like an Indiana Jones kind of Yeah, adventure. no, it really was. Uh, actually, you know what it reminded me of? It's more of, like, an uncharted you know, the okay. video game's yeah, uncharted. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. kind of what it is, because there's a lot more guns and shooting shit off. So, like I said, I liked it. I liked it. Not, Not everybody, everybody liked it. it. I, I liked, liked it. it. <laughs> so. Okay. 
Uh, well, I mean, as you know, I went to the movies I as well. I did. And uh, uh, so I'm going to have to do kind of a non-spoilers Please. review of this because I know you haven't seen it. I'm like the one person on the United States who has not seen it. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. JF and I got a night out, and we went to see Stephen King's It. That is so cool. It, um, it, ah. <laughs> it was, it, I mean, it really was. It was great. It was, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I have, uh, I was a fan, I think I mentioned when we were talking about it on the last no, show. No, I, I loved it. I was a fan of the TV miniseries. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, who plays uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, he's smaller because so he's not Tim Curry size, but the thing is, is like, I, he's spooky. He's creepy. He is creepy as hell. Uh, the uh, the kids are great. The cr- I mean, they, well, one of the kids is from um, Stranger he's, Things. He's from Stranger Things, and he he plays like this the most vulgar little bastard, and he's just really? great. Oh my god, it's so great. I mean, and the thing is, I think what you'd like about it, the kids in the movie they act like kids. Okay, you know it's you know how sometimes movies have a tendency to kind of view children through kind of rose colored glasses, right? Right. Kind of makes them look more nice and virtuous. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not they're not bad kids. But, I mean, they just – they talk about and say the things that you would have said when you were, like, 10 or 11 years old. You know, there's, like, That's one part funny. where they're entering the sewers and they're trying to figure out, you know, who goes into the uh, – no, it's – they're trying to figure out who goes into the scary house first. Right. And so the stranger kid thing draws the short straw and he's, you know, he's Shit. like – You know, too bad this wasn't a dick measuring contest. Otherwise, you know, I would have won. You know, you know we all had that kid. Stuff like that, you know. Um, Were you that kid? I was, uh, you know, I, w- I, w- I would have loved to have been the smart-ass kid. I, I was not. I, ooh. I was not that Maybe, kid. I mean, different circles I was, but I don't want to say that I was. So um, I think I was a pretty good kid. This this movie, what what, do I, what did I like about this movie? Um, it's, I mean, it's genuinely scary. It's creepy. It's more, I think, creepy and unsettling that's what in I, moments. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, like, this movie, people don't get scared in movies. But this movie like creeps people out. It's yeah, it's it's unsettling. Um, one of the things I think the director did very well was he sort of captured the the vibe of this town where these horrible things happen and no one really seems to care. Like the adults don't really seem to pay attention. Well, yeah, to they're it. not the targets. They don't care. <laughs> well, it's not only that, but it's it's like you know I've talked about it before. It being, uh, oh, I don't know if I mentioned it, you know, it being uh, an allegory for childhood trauma. Did, did we talk about this before? Yeah, I, I think we have, but I, I knew that. Well, I mean, it's, so it's an allegory for childhood trauma well, and how, you, you know. you kind of look at it. What happens in the beginning? Georgie gets killed. Yeah. And it's this it is his way of his brother dealing with it to kind of try to, you know, well, the thing get is over in the, the grief. St- in the story, Georgie, we don't know for sure that Georgie's dead. Right, and that's uh, the thing. Bi- uh, Bill doesn't know that Georgie, <clears throat> excuse me doesn't know that Georgie's dead. He's right. missing. Right. So it actually, in some ways, gives a very compelling reason why uh, Billy would be holding on uh, all these years, uh-huh. uh, kind of holding on to hope, and he's become obsessed with finding his brother. Um, you know, the uh, the character is... Oh, by the way, uh, the director, Andy uh, Muschietti. I, I just I wanted yeah. to drop this guy's name because... Uh, he did Bravo. It. Yeah. You, you knocked it out of the no, park. No, and he really sir. did. Like, a lot of people were like... Oh great! They're remaking it, you know, and and you know, and I, I almost feel that it, you can't call it. A, I'm not saying you said that. I'm, no, no, I'm no. talking to those other people. Yeah. Y- you can't say that it's a remake because no. the first movie was made for TV. Well, and here's the other thing. Like I told you, I I absolutely love that. How long 
Pennywise only shows up how many years? Every every 27 years. And I learned that from you, buddy. And it's been? 27, 27 years. years. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I was like, it's a continuation. I thought that was kind of neat. Do you know what's kind of weird, by the way? There is a girl in the new It movie. I've only seen a picture of her. She's yeah. like swimming in the water. Yeah, yeah. She looks just like Jonathan Brandis, and Jonathan Brandis was in the original It movie. You're saying there's a girl that looks like Jonathan Brandis? Yeah. Huh. Are you saying it's the girl that played... Uh, um, I don't know who it is, but somebody showed me a Bev? picture. Beverly? No, I don't think so. But there's She's got short hair. Blonde, like blonde hair. Someone showed me this picture. Huh. And I don't I don't know if it was from the movie or whatnot, but anyway, they were saying there's there's the female in there, and of course you know Jonathan Brandis is no longer with us. Um and it was kinda weird that they, they did that. So yeah, Well, Jonathan okay. Brandis was known for um Sequest. He was in oh, Sidekicks. Oh, Do you that remember kid. with Chuck yeah, Norris? Yeah, yeah, now I know yeah, who you're talking about. Yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. So you know, um, you know, it's funny. I actually thought the girl, I don't know if this is who you're talking about, but I don't the know. girl who I don't, played I don't uh, who Beverly, I really thought that she looked like a young Amy Adams. And the reason that I mention that is because you know that the sequel to this movie, there, there will be an It sequel. At the very end of the movie, they show It Chapter 1. Right. So there's going to be a Chapter 2, and that has all of the characters returning as adults. And I thought that because the actress who played the girl looks so oh. much like Amy Adams, that maybe they could get Amy Adams, but I don't know. I mean, she's such a big star now. Who, well, who you knows? Know, they might, though. You know, maybe, you know, if people are a fan of that sort of thing. But um, go out and, and check out It. It is, I think it's probably still in theaters. Uh, it's yeah, I plan on going soon. Genuinely creepy. Yeah, you and you and Spider-Gen ought to go see it, because it's, it's very good. She will not go and see it. Really? Yeah. I thought you, I thought you said she was going to see it. She might, if I, like, you know... Push, Trick her? Push her enough. <laughs> Tell her she's going to see the Medea movie? We're, we're going to Disney. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about a uh, recent movie that's come out. Sure, a, sure. Uh, uh, straight to DVD. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Uh, you're, you're loaning this to me so that I can... I, uh... I loved this movie. All right, yeah. W- what is it, sir? It is Batman and Harley Quinn. All right. So this is basically... A Bruce Tim story, um, and the style of Paul Dini. So I'll give you a little foreground. Let's. I'll give you a little. Uh, uh, you know, foretelling. Yeah, Fortune. what it is. So Batman and Nightwing are forced to team with the Joker's sometimes girlfriend Harley Quinn to stop global threat brought by Poison Ivy and Jason Woodrow, aka the Floronic Man. Now, what's neat about this? Mm-hmm. You have Kevin Conroy back as oh, Batman. The Batman. Lauren Lester, uh, the Robin. original Robin, original but Robin. he is being Nightwing. Yeah, sure. Um, you have... I thought it was Nightwing. Yeah, you have Kevin... She makes that joke yeah. so many yeah, times. That's, yeah, that. that's where I got it. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is playing the flora, uh, the Floronic Man. Who's also done the voice of the Joker. He's done the voice of the Joker. He's been on the Cleveland show. He's Captain Ganthu with Lilo and Stitch. Um, he's been on The Simpsons. Very he's talented been on voice Family actor. Guy. He, I mean, we hope to have him on the show. Yes, he he really has been. In, he does a lot of a lot of video games. Um, now, what's neat is we have Melissa Ranch as from Harley Big, from Big Bang from Theory. From Big Bang. Yeah. So that was really neat. Um, I thought that was an interesting casting choice. You have Paget Brewster as uh, Poison now, Ivy. Now she was Poison Ivy from the animated series. 
I believe so. Yeah. yeah no, no, she no. I, I know she was because I, I watched the the featurette. Yeah, she also played Lois Lane in uh, uh, jo- uh, Justice League uh, Gods and Monsters. Oh, okay, so that was kind of neat. Interesting. But um, so anyway, you have this all star cast, you know, and um, it is a fun ride. Okay, it is an right. absolutely fun ride. And here's the thing: so you get little nuances from the original show. That make you like as an ad- now remember, I grew up with this cartoon as you did. Oh, oh this, yeah, absolutely. This, this is something I would Saturday mornings, man. I, Saturday mornings when I would come home from school, um, that was the first thing we would watch on on Fox, and I remember watching it and being so excited. I I never missed I never missed an episode, and I, and now as an adult, I have every single episode they've ever put right, out. Right, right, right. So, yeah, me too. And actually, you know how there's like comfort food. Yeah, yeah. That cartoon is like a comfort blanket for me. Oh, no like kidding. If, if yeah. I've had like a really bad day or something like that, I'll pop in the animated series. That's actually how Spider-Gen knows. She'll walk in and she'll be like, oh, God, he had a bad day. It's been one of those days, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but this brings you back to it. But right. I will tell you, as the first time uh, watching it as as an adult, you're, you know, as a kid watching that series, that series has grown up. Mm-hmm. And that's this movie. Really, it is actually grown up because now they're cussing left and right, and there is some like Batman dropping the f bomb. No, no, no. But like, you know who I am? I'm, I'm the motherfucking the... Batman. Yeah, no, nothing like that. No? But okay. um, there's some serious tones. This Batman is more of the, you know, yeah, he's got shorter horns in this one. Um, so it's what are you pointing at? Are you touching her toes? I was, I was, I was rubbing. Harley Quinn. Tiny. Oh, I thought you were showing the, the horns. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, I know. Want to touch the height. So, but like little things, like I said, little nuances, but this is like the adult. Do not take your, do not buy this for your kids. Don't buy this for your kids. Shit, what is there, like abortions in it no, or no, something? No, 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 but like literally you'll hear Nightwing and it goes, well, shit, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. And like I said, the language, there's language in it. Language. So, but like I said, you get the little nuances. Like hmm. the Batmobile is the Batmobile from the animated series. It's the long Batmobile. And oh, re- oh, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. and and um, unless you watch the show like as religiously as I did, right, right. Little things like you wouldn't get. Like I said, you still get the red skies, mm-hmm, you know, and everything mm-hmm. like that. However, Harley Quinn and Batman and, and Nightwing have to go and get this information, and they end up going to a bar. This bar mm-hmm. is for sidekicks, like goons of villains. Huh. And you go in there, and you see Rhino, who is in there. Remember Rhino? He was a big gangster thug. He worked for— That's a Spider-Man villain. No, not that Rhino. No. This thug, he's this big, heavy guy in a suit suit. He worked for Scarface. Um, he's in there. You see Catman's villains. You huh. see Penguin's uh the the remember Turtle Dove and and uh, there was another one. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the girls, the chickadee. I think her it's name not was. for a sidekick. It's for henchmen. Henchmen. Yeah, and yeah. So um, you see, actually, one of Poison Ivy's old ones. Do you remember the episode with the botanical garden where Alfred went on vacation and they turned them all into trees? Turned them into trees. Those yeah. girls are there as well. Ah, um, there's okay. some from the Jokers. There's some from, and it's so neat to look. And you're like, I was like, oh my god, that's this, and oh, that's this person, and you know, and and it's it's nostalgia. Really neat. It's yeah, kind of trip trip down memory lane. So you see that, but it's a well done story. Once again, DC just nails it. They huh. they they knock it right out of the park. I- I'm gonna watch it. I'll I'll preface it with this. I, I will say that I have not been impressed with what I have seen so far, but you will like it. But you you certainly sell it, 
and I will I will give it a try. You you want to talk about a quick uh, little thing on Netflix? Yeah, let's do it. All right, all right. We, it's not we, we, we on gotta, Netflix. We got to put the, oh not on Netflix on uh, Amazon Prime. Excuse me. Um, we we got to throw this in there because uh, you and I we've both watched the first half of the first season of Amazon's The Tick. Right. And uh, th- this is just great. It, it's just it's wonderful. Yeah, I can't I cannot praise awesome? this. I can't praise this enough. All right. So. Uh, how do you say how do you say the tick's name? Peter Serafinowicz. Serafinowicz, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So there's Peter Center. He does. He's he's channeling. I he mean, literally he's channeling is the Townsend Coleman, the guy who did the voice yeah. in the cartoon. He literally is the the living embodiment of the cartoon of the tick. I I always thought that when I you know you remember the old tick series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that Patrick Warburton was a great choice for that, but. But this guy's way yeah, better. No, way I, way better. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then uh, Griffin Newman, who plays uh, Arthur. Good God, man, he's. I, I see more of like this character of Arthur makes more sense it, for me. It makes a whole lot more sense. I like this paranoid. Like he's like, oh no, this is not normal. This is not normal. Yeah, and, and it doesn't make sense. It, it, that was the one thing that, and of course, you know, not that. The so tick if you ever, haven't watched it, yeah, yeah, sorry, you know, sorry, go ahead. It's going to be a little bit of spoiler, but. Um, so in this version, mm-hmm. Arthur went through a very traumatic uh, incident with superheroes as a kid, and he's starting to kind of, well, you know, well, trying hang to come on, back. Hang on one world. second. Let, let's back up even just further for a minute. All right. For those of you that aren't familiar with yeah, the, yeah, why the don't tick, you do that? Um, so the Tick's a character that was created by Ben Edlund, I think around in the 1980s, and he's basically, he's a parody He's a parody character of all things he's like superhero. Cap- but he's like Captain Do-Right. Everything he has to do is the right thing every single he's, time. Exactly, yeah. He's, he's very earnest. He's uh, he's basically just this big, blue, strong man with, with antenna. Impenetrable skin. Impenetrable, yeah. He's uh, nigh, in- nigh invulnerable. And he has this sidekick named Arthur who really doesn't have any superpowers. And he's a moth, but everybody calls him a bunny. Everyone calls him a bunny because he has these tall ears. And basically, The Tick was created as a parody of, of superhero comic books. And it's since gone through... Uh, multiple incarnations. M- multiple incarnations, this being the most recent one. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. Arthur. So, with this story, Arthur basically... What do you... Early teens, early 20s, kind of unraveled. And yeah. Because yeah. he's trying to find his father's killer. Right. And, of course, that is... Uh, Played uh, wonderfully, by the way, yeah. by the extremely talented Jackie Earl Haley. You know you know what I'll say about him real quick? He is one of those character actors. Like, he, you can't tell that that's Jackie Earl Haley. Like, he just molds he into this character. Yeah. Um, you know, the, who is it? Uh, uh, the guy who played Lincoln. He was also in... Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. He's another one. Like, in, in you look at Lincoln and you look at uh, Gangs of New York. Totally different guy. Can I point something out? Yeah, go ahead. They all have three names. Yeah, they do. Coincidence? I, I think, think not. not. But anyway, so he kind of goes nuts. And... Arthur does. Arthur does. And he kind of has to, like, he has to start taking medications. He has to do all this kind of stuff. And he has well, to he's been traumatized. Of what, of what normal things are. And normal things are, are getting dressed, going to work, answering phone calls. I mean, the, the the terror, I mean, he dropped an airplane on his dad. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. So anyway, he meets the tick. And, you know, all, all of a sudden, though, the tick appears out of nowhere. Right. And, right. you know, and then all of a sudden he'll start talking to him and the tick is gone. Right. And, like, later on you start to, want, like, you wonder, like, 
oh god is this the psychosis or is the tick really there and i'm not gonna lie to you there was a time where i was re- watching it and i'm like oh god the tick doesn't exist it, it raises the question yeah like, you're is, like is the tick just a figment of arthur's oh imagination my god so anyway anyway arthur ends up finding this suit and he actually looks more like a moth in this than than a bunny right, right so because it's actually gray and brown and stuff like that instead of the the white but i will tell you man this is a fun ride. It, it's so much fun. Um, it, uh, you know but what? It's I really actiony. It's fun, but it's action. It's, it's got action. Um, y- you know what I really like about it too, Chris, is that you know, they could have just tried to rehash oh, things yeah. straight from the comic yeah. books or straight from the cartoon. Yeah, Fat Manuel is not in this. You know, God knows that stuff is so beloved. They could have. They could have put that in there, but they've managed to kind of put a different spin yeah. on it. Like you said, they've yeah. kind of tweaked Arthur's origin a little bit. And they've still maintained the spirit yes. of the character Absolutely. and the show. The absurdity of it all is there. And it's it's just, it's very entertaining. I, it's really funny um, for as as good and forthright as uh, the, the tick, tick is. is yeah. That is equally in the opposite direction, uh, evil. Is the, the terror. terror. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. like, so th- there's a point in the show where the terror is just kind of, he, he disappears for a length of time and then. It's like 40 years. Reapp- and that's the thing, like Arthur's trying to find him. Right, right, right. But then when he reappears and he's kind of listing his accomplishments, he's like, well, I was just kind of hanging back for a while. Started my own line of aromatherapies. Been killing the bees. I mean, it's yeah. just little, just like these little things. You're like, no oh, act of evil is too small. You were responsible for that. Yeah, and, right. and I just, and there's a line he has where he's like, "We don't kill people because they make fun of us. We kill people because it's fun." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I loved it. Um, it's great. So if you have Amazon Prime, that's exactly and what you it is. Have it's on the, Amazon. Uh, this is, I, I would say. I, I honestly would say that I think, and maybe it's just the, the you know the effect of it just being so recent. But of all the television superhero shows, I think this is my favorite. Ooh, wow! I, yeah, yeah, wow! More than more than Daredevil, and I love Daredevil. Did you watch Defenders? I haven't watched Defenders yet. Okay, see, they can't judge. But what I like about The Tick is it's it's paced very well. No, I agree. Uh, it didn't. It doesn't feel like it drags on. Some of those episodes of Daredevil feel like they drag on. Yeah, a no, bit. I agree with you. Um, and I love the parody, and I love to laugh. You know, it's like we have so much seriousness in the world. It's it's nice to have like a little bit of laughter. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do some toy box. Does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Okay. Um. So this is something, this Chris, is that, awesome. that I recently got. Uh, I was very excited. Uh, I don't even think you knew that these were that these were coming out. Oh no, I did. Did you? Oh, oh are you talking about? I, I'm talking about this. Oh. Let's just do this. We'll save that oh, for, for the I, other show. No, I did not know. Oh. I, no, no, I did not know. I did not know at all. So what I am gonna, what Chris is referring to is we're doing a review Let me of see the Diamond Select. So this is the same company that makes the Marvel Select. Action, uh, action figures. Uh, they're they're kind of a cross between figures and statues. They have some yeah, articulation, no, but you don't want to. This is the Diamond Select Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. God, I love this movie, and he's a bad this, motherfucker. This, which wallet is yours? 
It's the one who says bad motherfucker on it. So uh, these are beautiful. Diamond Diamond Select. They've come out. They're coming out with Pulp Fiction characters. Uh, So this is Wave One. Uh, Wave One comes with uh, yeah. Wave Wave One includes. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that. Wave One includes Jules Winfield. It includes uh, Butch. I don't remember what his last name is, but Bruce Willis's character. Butch and uh, Marcellus Wallace. Uh, doesn't it come with? Uh, oh no, because the second one comes with Vince Vega. I hope so. I don't know what's going to be in the second I need a wave, but I hope it. Com- yeah, yeah. I only want these two. I mean, I have to get. I have to get Vince yeah. and and Jules. The only thing that I would want with Butch is I want to. Hopefully, he comes with the watch because they had a member. He had a big. I hit this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass. Yeah. For two years in that Hanoi hellhole. So anyway. Um, but, like, the thing with Butch, there's only one thing I would want with it. Uh, can I guess? What? It's the katana. No, it needs to come with the chopper. Oh, no. Not going to come I with the chopper. I want him to come with the French girlfriend and, and the chopper. Cause Man, why you're, you're greedy, dude. What? You can make, you know what? You can make that the vehicle pack and make more money off of it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to look it up now so that I can uh, show you what... Uh, what comes uh, with each of the figures. All so right, so let's talk about this one, though. It, it looks like uh, Butch... Uh, I don't know if it looks like it comes with a sword or not. Um, so so anyway, these these retail uh, around like $24, $25 uh, a piece. You can, uh, you can find them. I got mine off of Entertainment Earth, but you could probably also find them at Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, if you go to your local... Um, what are the, the, the music stores now? FYE? If you probably go to Fye, you could yeah, you maybe could, you could probably find you it could there. You could probably go to your local comic book store, and they might have it at your local it. comic book store. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's I mean it's a great figure, uh, and it's got articulation, uh, which got you know, knees, all, all of which we'll ankles, talk about. So got, yeah, talk, you've got them over there, Chris. So why don't you talk a little bit about articulation? So right. what kind of head articulation do we have? We have uh, head swivel, yeah, uh, up up and down, left right. Can yeah. he look up? Oh yeah. He can he can look up. Can he look down? Yeah, a little yeah, bit, a yeah. little bit. Um, we got some articulation at the shoulders, uh, yeah. front and back. But I don't think they go out and over, do N- they? No, they they just go in and out, uh, in and out, in and out, and up and down, in and out and up and down. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's got elbow. We got some elbow but articulation. He's also got forearm. Oh, he's got uh, uh, bicep uh, elbow swivel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then how about at the the legs? We have uh, articulation right. at the hips. Can he kick forward? Kick yep. forward, can you kick back? Yeah, can kick so back. So we have that. Okay. Do we have a we kick? Have oh, and kick. kick out to the side. You can do oh side kick. But you also have uh, your. You can do a mid leg uh, swivel. Mid leg swivel. Okay. The uh, knee joint bends at the knee. Du- double jointed knees. That's always good. Uh, yeah. You, you can make him break dance if you want. Yeah. Uh, and then how about at the feet? Do we have ankle pivot at the feet? You have the you have a ball. Yeah. Okay, so you got some ankle pivot there, and then yeah. the feet uh, uh, pivot forward and back. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I mean, l- overall so likeness of the cool. character. This is, I mean, it's like this you got a little. The, this is the nicest Samuel L. Jackson figure I've ever seen. You got a mini Sam Jackson. I mean, the uh, the sculpting on this is just uh, wonderful. I mean, this is it's done in the likeness of, of Sam Jackson. Um, the little details uh, you've got him right now, Chris. So I mean, it, just his clothing and uh, uh, you know, w- what can you say about that? All right. So the jacket is the light rubber, but. It actually folds, right? You know, right. I mean, it actually feels like a little jacket, and um, I mean, it looks so cool. I, like, like, 
I you mind the, if I have some of your beverage to wash this, this down? down? And like, I uh, extended the arm. Yeah. You know, I, I he originally had nothing in his hand. Right. And so I replaced it. And I put no, he had a briefcase I, in his I, hand. Oh, he did. He did. Which doesn't open, by the way. I'm oh, kinda, shit. I'm kind of mad at that. I wanted to see. You want to see the gl- little glowing light? Well, you, do you know what they think the gold glowing wouldn't light it, is? Wasn't it like Marcellus Wallace's soul? Uh, I've heard that. I've also heard the Holy Grail. <laughs> From Indiana Jones? Yeah, no, <laughs> I've, I've also heard the Holy Grail. So nobody really knows. But anyway. Uh, so That's I re- what's great about it. I replaced it with the gun, and you extend you extend the arm all the way out, and you put it in there. It really looks like somebody holding a gun. I mean, T- it, talk a little bit about the uh, accessories. So, how about the right. the paint applications on that gun? The all right. So You're a resident gun expert, by the way. What kind of gun is that? Can you place that? This is a Desert Eagle, yeah. It does look like a Desert Eagle. Yeah, this is a Desert Eagle. It looks pretty much like the one from the movie. Right. It's silver. It's got the gold grips on it. Now, what's actually kind of neat? I don't know if you saw this. You can actually look down the barrel. There no. is actually a hole. That goes down the barrel. No, that no. You can actually look down. Oh man, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's really detailed. Um, so he's got his his uh, uh, big Kahuna burger. Uh, big Kahuna burger. That's so a Hawaiian burger place. Now that's what's kind of neat is he's got the 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 drink that he steals from uh, from from the guy. Look at look at his shirt, man. He's got oh, folds yeah. and creases yeah, in the he's shirt. He's got folds and creases, and you know his tie looks all nice and pressed. Um, you can tell he's kind of got a little bit of a gut. A little bit of a punch. You know, he's got a little, well, he's little eating all those big kahuna burgers. So, but, By the way, yeah, talk about the other accessories right. it comes with. So this with. is kind of neat. So he's got his briefcase. You've got a full big kahuna burger. Big kahuna burger. But then you've also got a big kahuna burger that's been eaten. Because he's taking a bite out of it. So that's pretty goddamn neat. And that's, that's pretty like, I mean, that's like the ultimate alpha male uh, move when you walk into a room, you, you like eat steal, another man's you food. Steal a, another man's food. Well, here's and eat the thing, though. In front of him. He didn't just steal like a French fry. He took the goddamn burger and then drank all of his goddamn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's like that's alpha male bullshit yeah. right there, man. So, but anyway, the set that it comes with, you've got it's it's Marvin's apartment, right? I mean, the whole thing set up. You've got bullet holes in the wall. Remember, because he said that that's a sign, right? And I'm expecting like right next to it, it's gonna connect because if you look. Um, on the other side, yeah, 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 it's got the oh, slot. It's got to connect to uh, Jules's. It's got to be Jules when they come out. With and I'll Jules. bet you his is going to be the door. Oh, okay, it's going to be that corner where right. Marvin hid. Right, right, so, right, right. But right. you've got like the mattress on the floor and these blankets, and then you've got the the Kahuna burger. You got another drink laying on the ground. You've got a bag laying there. Yeah, you've got you know the little wall sconce, and one of them's broken, like in the movie. Yeah. The light switch. Yeah. I mean. Incredible attention to oh, detail. It, it's it's stunning for and exactly for the price. Apart from I would say, NECA, which I, I you know I, you know we always talk about oh, NECA. We, NECA. We love them. Uh, Diamond Select has put out some very high quality figures in terms. Yeah, of this is something that's going in my collection. Pr- price value. Yeah. Yeah. Value and uh, and detail. Do you know who I want? No, no. I want the wolf. I bet you they'll come. They'll come. Okay. I would love a wolf. They're gonna come out with the wolf. I hope yeah. it comes with the hose. Shit. You sending the wolf? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. God, I love that movie. I don't want to hear about no motherfucking ifs. All I want to hear from your ass is don't worry, Jules. We own the motherfucker. So get in there, chill them niggas out, and send the wolf, which will be arriving directly. No, wait for the wolf. No, shit, I messed it and up. And anyway, wait for the wolf. Wait for the wolf. You know what's funny, actually, with a little bit of that movie? Yeah. When something really, really good happens in my life, mm-hmm. Jen and I end up doing the uh, the dance 
Ah. That's our that's our little thing. I call it the happy dance. Uh, the that's happy the happy dance. dance. Oh, that's and I'll a, do the happy do you, dance. Do you do the like the? Oh yeah, in we front do the, the whole. The I do the whole bat dance. Right, you know, you got to do that. I do that, little and, but Batusi. And do you know who who the song is that they're they're playing to? Uh, it's uh Chuck Berry, isn't it's it? Chuck Berry, and it's called "You Never Can Tell." You never. And young couple. I, young couple. I yeah. love that movie so that, that's one of my all-time favorite movies and i remember they came out with some figures like in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and they weren't that nice and i remember looking at them and i was like man they were very chalky I, I, I think i know what you're talking about yeah no these are these are very nice beautiful i, I will put some up on our facebook page yeah. so that you can take a look at them but it's uh, you're getting a gr- if you're a fan of the movie uh i highly recommend it um it's and they're they're really not that expensive for you know, for the value for what well, you're, you're getting. getting, statues is really what you're getting. You you are you are, and uh, I love that they're that they're posable. I, I love the pose you got him in right now. He's like very casually threatening yeah, someone. I love that he's got the gun in his face. That's that's the Jules thing for me. While like, he's sipping, he's got the drink in one hand and he's got the gun in the other. And you he's mind just, if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this, this down? down? And that's such a oh my god, such a gangster move. I'm gonna have to watch that movie again. Now. I know, right? I, I was so excited to watch it. Um. All right, guys. Well, do you have an opinion about something that we've been talking about? Did um, we get something dead wrong? Well, you've got some attitude, mister, but we want to hear from you anyway. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Also, I didn't mention this during Toy Box, but Jay and Chris are your toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. Is there an object, a tchotchke, if you will, that you're looking for that you just have to have but you can't find, or you, when you do find it, the damn scalpers done marked it up $110 billion when it you know should only be paying about you know $10 for it. Well, we want to help. So you just email us, tell us what you're looking for, and we'll try to find it for you. We have a vast network, and by vast network, I mean there's two comic book shops by us that collect things yeah, that, but that we ask. Yeah, but I'll be honest. We have friends in high places. We have high. We do have friends in high places. So email us. A, uh, send us a like. Send us an email. Send us a whatever. But let us know what it is you're looking for, and we'll try to help you out. If we can find it in your town, we'll let you know where it is. If we find it in our town, we'll pay the shipping. We'll uh, pay for the item, and you just have to reimburse us the cost. It, we're not looking to make any money off of this. We're no. just looking to connect nerds with their tchotchkes. Um, so, uh, yes, please send us a message on justusnerdspc at gmail.com if you have an opinion about something that we've talked about. Or, you know what, leave us a comment on our Facebook page. Yeah. We, we're, we're on Facebook. We absolutely love uh, it. We do have a... Uh, go to, go uh, to SoundCloud. No, no not SoundCloud. Uh, I was well, hold on. The one with the pictures. The Instagram. Instagram. We've got an Instagram page. Oh, my God. The, the Pop-Pop just Thanks, came out. Thanks, Pop-Pop. <laughs> the one with the pictures. I put the pictures up on the Internet. Um. Yeah, uh, we you know occasionally we'll put pictures up on Instagram, and you know what? We really would like to get some artwork, some yeah. original artwork. No, from, we really would. From listeners. Now, here's something that I always like to do, and we've had our our artists that we have met. Yeah. Go ahead and take our logo and put it in any style that you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I would love to see that from our listeners to be able to do that. Um, make sure that you guys subscribe and like on uh, SoundCloud. If you guys like something, let me know. You know, we'll be happy to follow you back message us because uh, more than likely you know I'm, I'm gonna message you and, and you know at least say I try to at least do that with our we, fans. I don't think you realize that. we love to hear from you no, guys. We it's really, such really a do. treat when we well, hear from you. Because you this know, is a conversation. If it wasn't with for you guys then really we wouldn't be doing this. We'd just so. be two guys talking in a room. Which we did anyway. And then that'd be weird. Yeah it, it would be. It would be. <laughs> 
Um, did we so leave off iTunes? Make sure you're, we're, we're on iTunes. We're too. on iTunes. Make sure you're subscribing on iTunes. Make sure you're subscribing onto uh, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and look at, at, like I said, all our previous shows. And you know, if you guys have an idea or you guys want to hear us talk about something, or um, if, like I said, something we got wrong, let us know because you know we're we're we are you know human. So we like to uh, be able to. We're not robots. We're, we're really not. I, you know, so we not we, yet anyway. I won't be. I'm going to uh, upload my consciousness. Cyborg's dad isn't coming to my house. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. That is all the time we have for the 42nd episode. Man, what's wrong with me? Uh, of the Justice Nerds podcast. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little tired. Uh, me too. <laughs> Jay. Oh man, we're in a boiler room. Oh no. I think we fell asleep. I don't get it. We took five of those no-dose pills. Uh, Jay. I think I know what happened. What happened? Promise me you won't be angry. What did you do, Chris? Promise me first that you won't be angry. Okay. I won't be angry. Thank you. What did you do? I think those might have been NyQuil. What? What do you mean? I got confused. They're both purple. They have ends on them. What stock boy puts these two items next to one another? If we get out of this alive, I am going to kill you. Oh, man. Oh, man. I hope you forgot about the killer baby comment. You had to open your mouth.